When you go off to college at 18 or so, it is freedom. You're on your own. You make the bedtime. You decide what to wear, when or if to study, what to eat, to go out or not go out. There are dozens of daily decisions on academics, social, and hygienic matters. With college, you're able to reinvent yourself, and typically you're relatively far from home with hopefully less than a handful of people you knew from your hometown. When starting out college or starting over in any capacity, you can't help but be excited at the possibilities and new beginnings. I was hoping to have a proper, uplifting, starting over song, capturing all those sentiments full of hope to really start off the story, but it's almost impossible for me to write those kinds of songs, as you'll see. Kind of half-joking. Um, there's one that kind of fits, and uh, it's a little corny, but uh, I'm going to save that one for later. When you think of college, the quintessential things that come to mind are dorm rooms, roommates, classes, beer parties, and girls. Being the romantic type, I definitely came off a little too strong or eager, especially my freshman and sophomore years. My intenseness and wanting to find the one so quickly definitely set me up for failure, but I got a lot of good songs out of it. You experience this tunnel vision when you're too eager. You see things you want to see, you ignore things you don't, and what results, at least in my case, is unrealistic expectations, and somewhat of an alternate reality of what's going on, and then you're shocked when it ends or doesn't quite materialize. Along those lines, here's one about where one's not ready. They have things to work out first, and the one with tunnel vision takes it personally and doesn't understand what the other needs or are going through. This is called Fool Me. For the record, in case you're trying to do some minimal detective work, these songs aren't in chronological order as they occurred. This one wasn't even from freshman year, but in keeping this nameless, I'd like to avoid speculation as to who certain ones are about, for everyone's sake. Don't let the person fool you Cut my fine tie loose Hang me from your noose So do whatever you have got to do Don't let the person follow you Be down from your past But don't tell me that you can Take one heartfelt bloody chance Down from your past, but don't tell me that you can't take one heartfelt bloody chance. Call me up some other day, call me with new words to say, save it, but not until you're through, until you're done talking to you. Call me up some other day, call me with. New words to say, save it, but not until you're through, after you're done talking to you. Piggybacking off the previous theme, I later realized this ended relationship was clearly my fault, due to me being too invested. 
There were things I just couldn't see at the time due to my tunnel vision. And the quite obvious reality that sometimes conveniently forgotten when you don't want to face it or believe it's true is you can't force something that's not meant to be. Each relationship isn't supposed to be forever. I know that's silly to say. And in the same way, you shouldn't take it so personally when one ends or doesn't work out. In a way, it's business. Um, That didn't become clear to me until later on when I was the one doing the breaking up, which we'll get to another time. Since this began, I knew the rules I played it smooth, I knew what to do Tight grip in my hands, if I let one loose Oh, I knew my aim was true In all those hard times, I was accused so damn hard for the truth Still she followed through Oh yes my aim was true Come winter's tongue or June monsoon Still singing loud and proud Drought or rain, my strength ensues. Never fear to speak too soon. Once I was dead to shoot on the moon. If I had won, I'd have my proof. And if I missed, there'd be so much to lose. Shot in the dark in a telephone booth Had I been fooled or solely confused But still this did not change my point of view Oh no, my aim was true Yes, I knew my That one's called My Aim is True. No connection to the Elvis Costello record, though I did like and lift that phrase from him. That was one of the first good ones of mine not to be written in the moment. It was more reflective. I was kind of going for the essence of Fountain of Sorrow, and I too maybe gave them too much credit, but it felt right, and I still stand by it. Fun LaSalle fact, I wrote that in B&G. Well the old B&G before it was remodeled sometime after 2010. I wrote it during lunch one afternoon and finished it in the library later that night. Uh, I had a small notebook, though I remember it being even smaller and blue, actually. Funny how memory works sometimes. Uh, And I probably actually bought it in the bookstore, which please go and support. 
You can buy stuff online, get yourself a hat or shirt or whatever. Um, it's a great exercise to limit the canvas, um, forcing lines and ideas to fit in smaller amounts of space. I have a terrible habit of writing way too many verses and long, long lines. This helped me keep it relatively short, and it's something I need to start doing again. That ends this chapter. If you've made it this far, thanks again for your attention. Please check out the previous episode if you haven't already. Check out the website, lsustorytellers.com, for ways to contribute to this project and future episodes. And actually, that does not mean we're asking for money. If you have pictures or brief videos taken at LaSalle, primarily between 2005 and 2010, see the website for more info. Also, I'd like to continue filming these songs in front of very small audiences. Please reach out if you'd like to help out with this. Thank you, and take care.